Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Flashcast, an unofficial podcast of the CW's The Flash. I'm Stephen Bueno. Christian Cabrera. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is discuss every week's episode of The Flash. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 22, Invincible. Uh, so, Laurel Lance is back, but not the one we all kind of assumed. No, nope. it's Laurel Lance from Earth 2. Who's uh, Black Siren? I believe she's going by. Yeah, she's going by si- or Siren, whatever one's. To- she doesn't really mention who she is. Essentially, she, the she does, there's there's, there's a, like a little bit where she's like, "Well, that's Black Canary, but I'm Black Siren." Like, yeah, oh, okay, well, okay. clearly you're evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but right before we get to all that stuff and all, all the really good bits and all the really cool stuff with her in the episode, let's go back to what's going on at the beginning of the episode. And we see we see Zoom on top of a building watching Barry take out all these like the army of metahumans. Mm-hmm. Did you kind of feel like it was weird for Barry to take out so many metahumans so easily? Because I feel like he's just doing it like nothing. Like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, let me just go round up a couple of metahumans. I think it was a little too easy for him. It's one of those times where I've seen him. He, him going against ma- some of the ones that don't even have powers at all. He just gets his butt kicked majority of the time. And him to take out that many at one time, it's pretty... Well, actually, I I can actually see why he could take him out that easily. He's actually faster than he normally was last time, too, if you think True. about it. I forgot about that. But Zoom seeing him just take down like all the fires from all the buildings, that's where I'm kind of like, at first I'm going, why? Why, why, why is he letting why? him do it? Yeah, exactly. But we so you keep watching that in the episode. There is a reason. There yeah, really no, that's very true. Um, I like well at the very beginning of the episode. Obviously, we also had the uh, the police confronting the all the metahumans, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it, the the very great title of the meta was it the metapocalypse. Mm-hmm. I thought it's really good. Yeah, I was like, there's there's no better title for what is going on. It's like all these metahumans from Earth Two have come into this universe and are just wreaking havoc on the city and you know killing people and mugging people and destroying everything and i i kind of found it weird that they that she found time to like write this report <laughs> it's like when did you when did you make the time like what's going on here and the fact that they're only destroying that city not really any other city too i know right like the, none, none of it just bleeds anywhere else nope. but i guess it makes sense you know zoom wants to take out flash and flash's city mm-hmm. uh so we're, we're having those interactions and you know during the episode we do also have caitlin you know, I guess she chose, you know, since the last episode, the ultimatum that Zoom gave her, she chose to go back to her friends, which, I mean, we all kind of assumed that's probably what was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. um, if, you know, if, if you're going to lose, do it with the people you love, you know? And we don't really know if that really was her choice, because she just said that Zoom just let me go. She might have actually said, like, well, I will stay with you then. And he was probably like, okay, if you are going to stay with me, I need you to go back with your friends. And you pretty much be with them until, like, the bitter end. You, you never, think, you don't know that either. You so. think he's using her? I think he is. Like the, it wouldn't, he wouldn't be a good villain if he didn't manipulate somehow. That's true. That that is very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, also throughout the episode, we're seeing because um, this episode had a couple of little subplots. One of the one of the um, bigger ones was uh, Cisco's visions. You know, and very early on in the episode, you see him just kind of vibe and see uh, see just a building and a dead bird. Mm-hmm. And initially, I'm not gonna lie. Initially, I thought it was reference to the Black Canary mm-hmm. that he was vibing, because you know the Black Canary, or um, well Laurel at least, she's going around the city tearing down buildings, and you know obviously you see this bird and you see this building and you kind of assuming okay maybe it's this very his powers are being cryptic now, and they're using more metaphors than anything. Yeah, <laughs> but 
But, you know, I'll, for, like, the majority of the episode, you don't really know what's going on. And he keeps vibing the same scene over and over again. You know, these birds and this building. Something that will come up um, later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. So the first building that Laura goes to destroy is Mercury Labs. And Mercury Labs have has been, like, super big throughout this whole season. Like, there's constant, there's been constant reference to it from, you know... From Wells, like, stealing stuff from them, mm-hmm. from the professor being abducted by um, Yubarthon, to uh, Trajectory, like, everything everything keeps going back to Mercury Labs, so Laurel finally destroys Mercury Labs, and they save the professor, and uh, off the bat, she's like, oh, yeah, I know you're, I know you're the Flash. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh. It's funny, because he gave, gave her that look, he's like, oh, how'd you know? And she essentially just said, like, come on, I'm a scientist. Like, like, I'm we, not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scientist. We're supposed to be able to pretty much like determine what the hell's going on and everything else. And plus, and it's funny how she said it too. Like plus, anytime where there was danger, anything crazy going on, you were always there. I like the you were too informed for your own good. Like what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. So it so there's no way she couldn't figure that out like easily. Uh, well, one thing we start seeing here that um, these are the first inclinations that um, we're seeing Wally have is or these are the like the first signs of superhero ness that we're seeing Wally have is. Uh, He's starting to go out in the city and trying to take on some metahumans and trying to like help people, and but then we see his reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. and it, it's heartbreaking to, to hear that where it's like mm-hmm. he has a bunch of guilt. It's not it's not something that they've explored in the character much, mm-hmm. but in in this particular instance, he talks to Joe about the the guilt that he feels about the things that he's done, and then also now that the Flash has saved his life, he wants to show that. His life was worth saving. Yeah, because it's pretty much like it, I'm the main reason why he lost his powers. I'm the main reason why all these metahumans are attacking the entire area. And I'm also the main reason why pretty much Barry was gone, which he doesn't really mention that Barry is gone. But you can always assume that's the reason why I do. So honestly, there, this is one of those times where Wally does want to step up. And it's great that he's doing that. It shows that he's ready to take on like a new mantle. But we don't know if he's gonna take up the the mantle yet. We still, yeah, it's still yeah. very much like. I think there's there's a lot of great setup, and then he got hit by the particle accelerator, and now he's doing these heroic acts without really having any powers. So you know what's next for him, and how is that gonna progress, and how is that gonna evolve? Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to Barry and, and what's going on with him, the you know the episode being called Invincible mm-hmm. is really reference to Barry and how he's acting like he is invincible. Mm-hmm. Now he just went. And, and the thing is, I don't think that his, you know, his team could understand him that well because he went through something in the speed force that I, I would assume changed him fundamentally and was very cathartic. Mm-hmm. And he has this whole weight lifted off his shoulders. So this whole optimism that he's feeling, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not necessarily like that he feels invincible. It's just that he doesn't have these things weighing him down anymore. No, and it's crazy because he's getting the whole God complex thing in, inside of his head. He's like, okay, well, I'm pretty much an entity, and they've entities told me I am chosen for a reason. And he's pretty much going around, yeah, I can take anyone anybody now. It's funny how he never had that confidence back when the season started, but now he has it. Now he's destroying everything. He's beating up everybody. He's pretty much stopping everything that's going on within probably, like, what, a couple of days that he's been back already? Yeah, well, I mean, they, they don't really show how much time it's been, but it, it almost feels like it's only been, like, a day or two, you know? Yeah, and then as, then he goes with that encounter with uh with Black Siren, but she ends up taking him down like nothing, <laughs> if you think about it, too. I, I did really like that yeah. in that, um, 
yeah, she she kind of she kind of just beats him up, and like he can't really do much about it until Wally shows up and hits her with the car. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like that because it's like she's like talking, and all of a sudden she gets sideswiped by the car, and then he's like, "All right, get in." Okay, so this is where I think it's funny. She got hit by a car. Now, if she is she actually a meta or is she just still human? That's what? the thing because the Laura Lance we know was a human. So I'm assuming that she actually did get her power from the particle accelerator in this one. Yeah, in the uh, in the Earth Two version of themselves. Okay, because she would not have survived that car. She got hit pretty hard, man. Yes. Like, I was I was surprised about that one. She would not have survived. So you know, Wally saves him, and obviously it just goes to propel like Wally's like idea, like, oh, I can help. I just helped. <laughs> Clearly, I can be useful. I think it's funny too because when he got into the car, he started uh, blurring his face too when he got in. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Like you didn't do that when you were talking to him before. When, before when you lost your powers, but now you do it now. It's like mm, okay. So um, a little a little bit after that, we have this encounter with um, we have this encounter with Zoom, where Zoom is convinced that him and Barry are very much the same. And don't get me wrong, Zoom has some strong arguments, man. Mm-hmm. He really he really does in that. Um, you know, they have a very similar origin story. Obviously, Zooms is darker, and it's more rooted in in what he saw and who he saw do it. Mm-hmm. While Barry, you know, Barry got to be spared seeing that as a child. And it didn't affect him. It didn't affect his development the same way it affected Zoom. No, it didn't. But it is. But he's right. It is similar. It's just, you know, Zooms was darker, and, and he went a darker path. Yeah, and it's crazy, like, how that is. Like, watching his dad pretty much kill his mom, but then Barry just seeing two, like, spurts of light around his mom, dad being right there, and him him actually being pulled away from his future self to pretty much into safety. It's ridiculous, like, how how much of this stuff is really similar to each other, and, and it's crazy how the two lifestyle changes went because one becomes a serious murderous killer, the other one just becomes a forensic scientist who ends up just ended up getting the powers. Like, was it like nine months after that, or nine months? Yeah, after? well, I mean, it was during his execution, yeah, execution, essentially. Yeah. So, like, well, you're gonna get superpowers at the moment when we're about to kill, kill you. you. So, obviously, you're not gonna be too happy when you get these powers, and you're probably gonna use them for like, you know, killing us. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, throughout the episode. Um, so while that whole thing is happening with him and Zoom, Zoom's like, "Well, I'm gonna tear this building down, and you're like, you're so predictable because you always have to do the right thing, and I know what the right thing is. I just don't have to do it. I was like, I'm chaos. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And he tells him like, "Well, this building's going down. You you have to go save these people." And I was like, "You, I I will always beat you because I know what you have to do, and I know that you have to be the hero." Mm-hmm. So it almost leads me to believe that. Jay, uh, well, well, Jay Gary, yeah. I was like, the Jay has this plan where he's, he's gonna put Barry in a very difficult situation within, you know, within the next episode. Like the season finale is gonna put Barry in this scenario where there won't be a clear answer as to what the right thing to do is. No, it really won't be because this is where this is essentially a choice where he's gonna have to make. Cause like he can either take down Zoom, or the only other thing he can do is watch or rescue a bunch of people. Now, the thing is, that's going to be the main choice. And it's probably is going to be the main choice on the very probably second to last episode or the last episode. And it's going to have to be one of those times where he's going to be like, well, I have to really do pick what I need or what's going to be the best outcome. 
Yeah, it's like it's not even like what the right outcome is. It's like what's the lesser of two evils? Mm-hmm. I feel like um, because it's sort of revealed that Jay Garrick is is he's formulating another plan. Like what he's doing with the metahumans, like that's not his ultimate plan. Like he's planning something else. He's planning something big. Probably planning something with the dude in the cage. Because throughout these last two episodes, you don't see a single shot of the dude in the cage. Mm. And you're still wondering who the hell, who the hell, is hell that guy is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we still don't even know. There's no clues. Nothing. Like, honestly, what what's the deal? So deal with the dude in the cage. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know so bad. Yeah. So anyways, and then we, if we keep going forward and throughout the episode, we see a little cosplay, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, we definitely do. Um, I liked... I like seeing um, Cisco and Caitlin don the reverb and uh, Killer Frost, Frost outfits <laughs> and pretend to be these characters. And they were, you know, don't get me wrong, they were doing pretty well up until uh, Laurel decided to test them. Mm-hmm. Also, side note here: Did you ever watch the Hellraiser movies? Yes. Do you remember the 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 female Cenobite? Mm, don't remember. Okay, well, if you if you go back and watch those movies. Uh, Laurel's costume actually looks a lot like the costumes from most of the Cenobites actually in Hellraiser. Yeah, it would make sense why she would probably don that. It's, it would. It 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 was um yeah when I was watching the episode I was I was looking at her her outfit and I just couldn't shake this whole idea of like mm, Hellraiser outfits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but but back to the episode as we were saying we were seeing you know Cisco and Caitlin trying to distract Laurel so um, Harrison Wells could use this. I guess it was it was like uh, I'm, I'm not even sure what to call it. Almost like a sound device that was gonna it, what it does incapacitate is, all the metahumans. Yes, by because, vibrating at their frequency. Exactly. So what it does it causes like a high volume, pretty much like high vibrational levels where it would incapacitate everyone from Earth too, since they actually and Harrison Wells the way how he says that every time was hilarious. It's like yeah, because they vibrate a different frequency. A it's higher like higher frequency. frequency. <laughs> I was like, They're okay, a yeah, different, higher, we're yeah. higher frequency. We're higher he frequency. Keeps, yeah. He keeps pushing that sort of agenda. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm just letting you know that we're higher than you guys. Yes, exactly. We're, we're we might even be better. Yeah, that's exactly every time he puts it, and I think it's hilarious that he does that all the time. But and the whole entire time, Barry is trying to build up that frequency level there, and then as soon as it causes essentially a gigantic wall around the whole city. And that's when they actually activate the thing. And then, boom, you start seeing okay. a bunch of them. Now, you know what the coolest thing is? Is that in that small sequence and within, like, those five minutes, a bunch of really cool stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So, as that's going down, we have Harrison Wells give up his headphones mm. to to his daughter mm-hmm. and essentially just, you know, sacrifice himself. Because he doesn't really know what's going to happen to him, you know? Yeah. He's essentially sacrifice himself in order to save her, which brings in this... Um, this sort of idea of like a father that will do anything for their child mm-hmm. and you know he does this for her he gets incapacitated at the same time Zoom is going through the pain of uh, you know having this uh, the frequency hit him mm-hmm. so what does he do somehow he opens up a breach yeah like we don't know how he just pokes a wall mm-hmm. like he just punches like air and all of a sudden there's a breach and he leaves mm-hmm. And I, like, and not only that, but right before that happens, Cisco manages to use that like, uh, his it was his vibe, vibe power yeah, just yeah. like shoots down Caitlyn. So within those five minutes, all this stuff happens. It was just crazy too. I thought it was great. Like when that happens, he finally figures out how to do that. Well, not really figures out. Actually, just, just kind of does. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's freaking awesome too, because I've been waiting for him to finally use that power because that's what vibe does now. How often is he gonna, or when is he actually gonna finally start t- training himself? 
to start doing that. I don't know. But he always needs to be a bigger role in this entire show because he has to be there now because he's going to be one of those big helps to taking out a lot of people. That's the thing. I, I'm I'm so happy about this because it's, you know, we only have one more episode left in the season and I, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's probably not going to develop his powers from this episode to the next, but I'm so interested in the, the amount of setup they're doing for the next season. You know, you have Cisco's powers, Caitlin's going through some stuff, so I mean, that that's might be something that'll be mm-hmm. approached within the next season. We have Wally and, and you know, what, how he's developing as a character. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Jesse probably trying to do things for... Um, for Harrison, and then we got this the introduction, you know, the Harrison character is going to be taken out for quite a little while, and then we got the introduction of the professor, who I feel is going to fulfill that role for the next season. So there's so much buildup for this next season that that that's just amazing, you know. That's um, that you're seeing it like as as you're seeing the end of this season, you're seeing the beginning of the next, and I love that so much because to me that's just very creative writing. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good at what they're going through, and I really really want. To, I actually wanted to continue, but it sucks. That it has to. It's gonna have to come to an end eventually. That's the thing. But the crazy thing I thought throughout the whole episode is the fact that Caitlyn herself, she's been seeing Zoom. Yeah. It's like a form of Stockholm syndrome that she's been having because she's constantly sees like who was her cap or who was cap or pretty much captured her the entire time everywhere, and it's messing with her psychologically. And everyone's pretty much feeling like okay, something's wrong with you, but no one can figure out what's wrong with her. Now, there's the two biggest things at the end of the episode is, uh, you know, Cisco vibes one more time and he mm-hmm. finally sees exactly what's happening. You know, he sees the building, he sees all the birds hit it, and then he notices that Earth 2 is falling apart. Mm-hmm. That from one end to the other, it's being destroyed. That that world is going to collapse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that world collapses, it sort of means like, okay. Our world has the potential to collapse. Whatever Zoom's plan is, is to destroy two worlds. Mm. And, you know, not only that, but we do see Zoom come into the house and steal Barry's dad. And we see Wally sort of notice, oh, crap, Barry's the Flash. Mm-hmm. So Wally gets introduced into, like, well, you know, so Wally gets brought into the um, the Flash team now without, you know, without really them wanting to. But he just happened. Mm-hmm. They just happened to happen. And then the most. The, the the strongest scene throughout the whole episode, throughout the whole season, mm-hmm. is at the end where Zoom decides to kill Barry's dad in front of him, mm-hmm. and I think it was strong not just because he killed his dad, but also because of what his dad was saying. He's like he knew he was gonna die, and he just tells the, his last words was just like how much his mother and him loved him, mm-hmm. and there was just nothing Barry could do, and I think. That's Zoom in a nutshell, and that's what Zoom's been trying to like show Barry. It's like no matter what you try, mm-hmm. there's nothing you could ever do to stop me. Yeah, and that's pretty much his was his main master plan the whole entire time. It's pretty much to kill his father, so and he wants him to become just like him. That's what he wants to because he told him that you and me went through a lot of drama, but you didn't witness your own mother getting killed. So I'm gonna pretty much bring your father who's still alive and kill him in front of you so hopefully that unlocks your inner dark side and you would join me and then we'll end up destroying the entire world together that's that's what i picked up from that and i'm like oh my god why why are you so diabolically great why (laughs) why are you so evil and amazing i know it's 
oh it's so smart it really is like this is this is beyond the limits of what other villains have done it doesn't matter what tv show you've seen what other movie you've seen that is dark and that is really good it's great writing too yeah um, I, I definitely did like it. And you know what's great is that within the last couple of episodes, they've been building Barry's dad. And, and you know, he's like, okay, my dad's going to come back. And, like, we're going to be a family again. And even, even like, the sort of dinner that they're having is a huge misdirect. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the dad's starting this relationship with the professor. And she's, uh, you know, she's being really nice to him. And you kind of feel like, oh, okay, well, there's something's going to develop there. There's going to be some subplots. And then all of a sudden, nope. bam, no, none of that's going to happen. Your dad is being killed right in, in front, front of, of you. you. And then, boom, credits. I'm like, what the hell? Are you really going to so end it? I, I don't know what's going to happen in the next episode. Like, I don't know how Barry's going to react to that. I, I want to see this so bad. And I feel like this season finale is going to be even better than the last season finale. And they're just upping the ante. This whole season, they've been up, like, revving mm-hmm. up. And um, I want to see what, you know, enormous sort of, like, epic episode they have for the season finale. I, I think it'll be amazing. Yeah, because this cat and mouse style game that they were both playing. It's I'm pushing it and pretty much saying it's almost the same thing as Batman and Joker because Joker's there causing ter- terrorizing everything else and he gets caught every time. But the main reason why he's doing it is because he wants Batman to kill him. That's the main reason why he does this. You think now, maybe that's why Zoom's I, doing it? I think that's could be the one of the main reasons why. Or the fact is he just wants like another person that's a speedster by his side so he they can both do chaos together. That's the only two things I can pretty much see. Well, we've got one more episode to figure out what Zoom's plan is, and I'm I'm waiting here. Like I'm just I'm sitting counting the hours till that episode airs. Exactly. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Flashcast. If you guys want to check out more of the stuff we got going on, head on over to filmbook.com. That's film-book.com, and search for either Stephen Bueno or the Flashcast. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff we do outside of Filmbook, you can check us out on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash leakofgents, that's G-E-N-T-S, or checking us out on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash leagueofordinarygents, G-E-N-T-S. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.